Straw Hut Media. This guy from a dating app just messaged me, so that's fun. He's cute. Really? He's hot, actually. What's his name? Justin. Justin. Yeah. I have a Justin, I have a David, and I have another one. I forgot his name, though. Are you going to meet any of them? Uh, we FaceTimed it once each. Nice. I don't know. I feel like... It's scary. Would, you got to trust them. You know, you got to like... Yeah, I don't know that There's got to be a trust. Yeah. It's, yeah, I know. It's, it, it's such a new thing. Like, you got to have this crazy amount of... It's just a different kind of... You're getting to know someone so much quicker because you have to have this crazy trust right up front. Yeah. And I feel like one guy is super, super um, conservative. The other guy's like, we might as well just swap fluids because we're going to die. I'm like, I kind of am in the middle of both of those. I'm like, <laughs> a little scared, but he might be right. I don't know. Well, I can't I wait know. to hear what happens. Well, I'll let you know. From Straw Hut Media. <laughs> this is Randy Glanville on the film. everybody welcome to brandy glanville unfiltered i'm here today we're about to interview jamie bronstein she's the relationship expert to the stars and hi ryan by the way hey brandy <laughs> um are you excited about this because you obviously need help no i was gonna say you need help fuck you <laughs> uh i mean yes i actually do need help i'm feeling off my game today though I'm, i've been like randomly nauseous and I'm not, definitely not pregnant because there's been no, um, yeah, you know what I okay. mean. Okay, yeah, not not a lot of action. No action. Um, that's something I should probably talk to Jamie about. Yeah. Um, and you well, know, she'll with find all the, you the right guy. Right, and all the online dating stuff is so difficult to navigate right now. But that's really all we can do. So I mean, I don't know that there are answers to our dating problems because we've never experienced this before. But yeah. I'm gonna try to get to the bottom of it if I wait. can. Wait, 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 wait. You, how ironic, you were watching Jerry Springer just now. Is it a relationship problem on there? What's going on? Uh, yeah, hello. I love that show. Um, obviously, we just it was a little ratchet. There was some fighting. Okay. There's some hair pulling. And oh I don't God. like the fighting part, but I like the buildup and then the, oh, well, let's bring them out. And that's when I just get nervous yeah. when I change the channel. I don't want people to actually fight, but I like the story part. Is that new or is this all old Jerry Springer? No, it's, I mean, I would guess it's older because I, I haven't watched these... it in a hundred exactly. years. Exactly. I came home from the dentist and my housekeeper's here and she had it on. And so I got involved. Wow. Wow. Yeah. Good stories. Yeah. Really good. <laughs> I was like, wow, my life is pretty great because this is scary. If, um, okay. Oh, I got a question for you. If yeah. Jamie says like she can find you the perfect guy, would you do it? Well, first of all, I don't think that anyone would ever say that to me because okay. I think that's impossible. And I don't think there is anything, you know, that is, there's no such thing as the perfect guy. There oh, okay. could be a great match. I would definitely gotcha. be, I would be open to her setting me up for sure. I'm not sure if that's what she does. Yeah, but, I think so. Well, I guess we'll find out. Let's get her on the phone. I mean, she's, okay. she's, she's talked to all the stars. She's been, she's a radio show. She's um, been on KTLA and TV a bunch of times. She's an LA native. She's here. Or she lives in LA. I don't know if she's an LA na native, but yeah. she's here. She's married. She's got a kid. So she's kind of feeling what we're all feeling too. So let's get on the phone with her and figure out why I am single. <laughs> okay. Jamie? Hi. Hi. Oh my gosh. We finally have you. Uh, we were just talking about how COVID is, it's such a time. It's such a, like a time for relationships to either be amazing. It's like make it or break it, kind of be amazing or be horrible. And you, luckily, as we talked earlier, um, Ryan and I did, are the number one relationship and love expert named by so many different people. And we are so lucky to have you. So welcome to Brandy Glanville Unfiltered. Thank you so much for having me. I'm so excited to be here talking about my favorite topics. <laughs> yes. Well, I feel like you and I could just have like we could have a one-on-one -on -one therapy session because I kind of I I suck at love. Let's just put it that way. Okay, but let's put it this way that if that's what you are saying to yourself, it's going to continue. So and we can get yeah. into this later, but we need to change that. <laughs> I know. I always say hocus pocus, change your focus. But I, like, I give the best advice, but I don't seem to be able to follow it. 
Like you need to start saying, I'm good at love and I deserve love, but we can get into that. <laughs> okay. Well, let's talk a little bit. I, I'm guessing that you're super busy during quarantine time because so many couples that I know right now are struggling. Um, like I said, they're either they're either going to get a divorce and this is over or they're going to get remarried to yeah. each other. Yeah. It's been really interesting. And the the funny thing is that a lot of couples like did not have any type of issues before COVID. So yeah. because of COVID that these issues come up. So those situations, I believe, are not necessarily meant destined to break up. You know, like it, it's, of course, a, a situation to situation. Right. Situation. It's situational. It depends yeah. on like, yeah, if you're fighting over the dishes in the sink, not a big deal. But if you're you're really starting to get to know that person finally, because I feel like this is happening. I'll just give you an example. My friend was like, I didn't, I don't think I ever really knew my husband, yet they have two two sons together and the eldest is 10. She's like, This is the most time I've ever spent with him, you know, just every day, all day, all night, no breaks really. And she's she's like, I don't think I, I like him anymore. Yeah. The, one of the problems is that there's no time alone. Mm-hmm. And that, I mean, as humans, we are not meant to spend 24-7 with each other. But like I was saying before, so if there's a couple who there were issues before COVID and they end up getting divorced, that makes sense. But if it's a situation where there weren't issues before and then they kind of show up and it, especially if it's like a new relationship, then it might be able to work. But it sounds like your situation, your friend, they probably already had issues, especially maybe with communication, I'm guessing. Yeah. I mean, I I, I would say so since she she's saying that, you know, he would go to work and he was constantly traveling and now all of a sudden you know, they're spending every moment together. And she had a life outside of the house as well. And, you know, I feel like I told them, like, if you can't be happy on your own, then you shouldn't really, this is my advice, if you shouldn't really be in a couple if you're not happy with yourself, which is always my excuse is why I'm single. (laughs) Yeah, well, I mean, oh my God, this is what I work with my clients every day on. It's you have to cultivate that self-love and you have to have your own life outside of your relationship. I mean, it is. Right, but how do you do that right now, though? Right now, it's a little difficult. Yeah, <laughs> a little difficult. But you know what? I mean, you have to be creative. Like, if luckily we're in a time now, it's not like the it's not like it was a few months ago where you there really wasn't anything open and there was nothing to do and you were just like literally in a household, <laughs> kind of in jail a little bit. Yeah. Um, but now at least you know you can go for a walk, or you can say like. I mean, for me, I luckily I have an office in our house. It's me, my husband, and our son. And I will say, like, I need this time to, you know, to do my work, to do the show, or or just to have time to by myself to do some writing, whatever it is. You need to verbalize what you need. And people don't understand that they deserve that time alone. They need that time alone in order to function. No, absolutely. I feel like even from my kids, um, in the beginning of COVID, I was like, I miss them when they're at their dad's. And now I'm like, okay, next week's my week for me because all kids will be, I'm, I'm so much better now that I, I can take a moment and have like me time and do some like beauty, dumb things like, you know, I'll give myself a facial or I'll sit on the couch and binge something because when the kids are here, um, you know, I'm making breakfast, lunch, and dinner. We're trying to figure out homework. We're, you know, trying to, it's just me helping them and me being a mom, which is great, but I'm not just a mom. I'm a human. And I found that my weeks off of the boys have, they've really been great. Now, in, in the beginning, I was just tortured that I wasn't with them. And now I'm like, I look, I look forward to them. My son just walked by. He's like, wow. But um, no, I look forward to them just to, just to have that like little bit of me time. I am very excited to see them by the end of the week. It's a little bit too much me time. But, you know, I, I just feel even there's different relationships and and different types of love, like the love for my children. And, you know, that's even being tested right now because we're all super, you know, on edge, let's say. Yeah. I mean, okay. So the whole like child thing, we've never, 
in history, parents have never spent this much time with their children also. And I feel like a lot of parents are feeling guilty for getting more frustrated maybe than normal and just wanting that time alone. But the thing is like we like I was saying, we are human and we need to give that gift to ourselves. It's kind of like, you know, happy wife, happy life, happy mom, happy child. We need to take care of ourselves. It yeah, is and yeah, it's hard. Members. So what do you suggest to like single mom or like not just single moms, but moms in during this, you know, where they have to be helping the kids and, on, you know, online schooling. And, and it's really like, it's a full-time job. And a lot of my friends are still working their jobs and working from home. So they're very overly exhausted. And I don't have any advice because I do, I'm divorced and I do get my break. So I don't really, I'm like, well, have a drink. <laughs> like You'll be better with the drink. That's all I could, I don't know what to tell them. Yeah, it is. It's hard. I mean, I basically constantly, constantly am working. I'm also a mom and a wife and Personally, for me, I've always been I've always been a, a late night person. Like my creative time is at night, my quiet time is at night. So, like when my son goes to sleep, it's like my time. It's like quiet. Okay. Now everybody should find their own whatever their quiet time is and carve that time out. If you and everybody has a different situation, you know, like not everybody can can get a sitter, and not that we necessarily have one. We have one once in a while, but. Be creative. Do whatever you can to make sure that you stay sane. Yeah. If you right. want to drink, if you want to get a manicure, if you want to go on a walk, whatever it is that works for you, if you want to just have your time to work out, um, write in your journal, whatever it is, talk to your therapist. Highly recommend it because <laughs> I believe in therapy. I'm a therapist. Yes. I do too. I have a therapist, I, but he makes me go to his medical office. I want to murder him, but that's okay. We'll go on. Um, but you're, because, right, you're doing in person. Is that what you're saying? Uh, yeah. During when COVID first hit, I was, I'm just, I run super um, anxious. I, you know, I do live alone. I was thinking the world is ending and then he's in a giant medical <laughs> office and he wanted me to come in there. I'm like, I'm not even leaving my bedroom, let alone going yeah. into your office. And he's very old school. He didn't want to have a phone session. And I, I was I was freaking out a little bit. But now I am going into the office, but fully in gloves and masks. I'm still yeah. a bit anxious. Um, but it's helping like it's helping me so much just to talk. I, I feel like so I'm kind of like all of my friends call me with their problems and I, they can talk to me and I'll listen. But at some point I need to tell, you know, I need to speak on my problems. And I don't think my friends I don't think that if you want to talk to somebody about your problems, that person, I'm not comfortable telling them that I'm having a weak moment because I feel like I'm their rock in a weird way. Mm -hmm. Does that make sense? So I need to talk to someone that I pay to listen. <laughs> yes. Yeah. I mean, so many people as a therapist, I know everybody's coming to me, but we also are, we need someone to talk to also. Always. Yeah, we're human. No. I mean, not that I'm a, like, I, I give the best advice. I just... I don't take my own advice. So um, I feel like I know the right thing to do, but my the way I implement what I think should be done is di completely opposite. Like I'm I'm online dating during this time and I'm just questioning myself. Am I going to grow old alone? Like every guy I find a problem with, is it me? Is it them? I don't know. Tell me what to do, doctor. Okay. Well, so many things. Okay. First of all, you need to shift the... Like I was saying right at the beginning, you need to shift these negative narratives in your mind. Like if you have any fear, so the universe gives us what we focus on. If you're focused on the fear of it not happening, then it's not going to happen. So you need to shift into believing and trusting that it is going to happen. You can start visualizing this man, visualizing this life with this man. And I always recommend making a list of the qualities that you bring to the table, and then also what you're looking for very specifically mm. so that you can actually manifest it. But I guarantee you have to, you have to change this negative narrative. You know, like if you have any doubt it's not going to happen, then it's, it's not going to happen. You right. have the power to empower yourself. <laughs>I, I just watched The Secret. I tried to force my children to watch it with me because I was in a really negative headspace and I I did really 
do a lot for me for like three days. <laughs> and so I, tre- I try to go back to it. Like I'm trying to put out there in the world what I want. But then, you know, I, you know, you say, write something down. The first thing I wrote down was I'm old, my age, <gasps> like I wrote not old, but like no. I'm 47. It's, I have two, you know, teenage sons. It's, it's a lot for, to put on someone. Okay. Uh, no, see, you are not too much. You don't have too much for somebody at all. Like if you have that mentality that you will manifest that. Okay. However, what about there is the right man out there for you who came to this earth to be with you, who maybe has some kids of his own and he's in a place and you know, it's, if you ever, if you don't look at yourself as, as anything but perfect the way you are and perfect for whoever is your match, the way you are, it's not going to work. Right. You have to. So I can't be like damaged goods anymore. Oh my God, I feel no. like that's kind of like what people, no. when you're a divorcee, like I feel like it's kind of what it's the label, like a scorned ex wife. I feel like if you hear it enough, you start to kind of believe in it in a way. Oh my God. No, this was one relationship. Do you think that you came to this earth and God gave you one chance at love? No, no, no. 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 Another thing I wanted to say, which you mentioned before, was. You were talking about how sometimes you like you're online dating, you don't know if you can trust yourself. I just always recommend to people to work on making your intuitive muscle stronger so that you can really trust yourself. You're not basing any decision off of what Aunt Betty would do, your best friend Jessica, <laughs> your cousin Alex, your parents, your so anything. You are basing every decision off of what you know in your heart is the right thing to do that feels good for you. So okay. so it's it's very simple, but yet it takes practice to really build that intuitive muscle. But it's so empowering and so strengthening. And then you start walking around this world just knowing who you are, knowing what you want, and then you manifest it. Well, how how do you build that muscle? How do you is it writing positive things about yourself? I feel like that, like you said, that could help, but sometimes it's not the easiest thing to do. What what are good um what are like some things that I can do to try to develop develop that muscle? Yeah, so there are a few things. First of all, like the first thing is to you gotta change those negative narratives in your mind and change them to positive the moment they pop in. It's almost like you get a rubber band around your wrist and, and snap <laughs> yourself or whatever you need to do. Or you, you say, thank you for showing up. Fuck off. <laughs> <laughs> I'm really good at saying that. So we're thank good with that. Up. Whatever you're saying to me right now is just not the truth. I'm not too old. I'm a spring chicken. Okay. My Nana, who is currently 96, she had a boyfriend who died at, because my papa died at like 77, um, when he was 77. Um, my nana had a boyfriend until he died at like 102, 103, who she met. Aww. Okay. So nobody is ever too old for love. And like I said before, God didn't give you just one chance of love. So repair and, resh- and shift into negative narratives into positive narratives. And then in terms of practicing your intuition, I always say you can start really small and simple and then get bigger. Like if you're deciding what movie to watch at night or what food to order from Uber Eats, mm-hmm. whatever it is, you always know the answer. So just if you want to close your eyes, look inside. What is my answer? There's my answer. Start small like that. But then, of course, it gets into, you know, you're talking about the dating and this is where the intuition is the most important. You need to trust yourself the moment you see a red flag. It's red flag. You run goodbye. Or wow, I feel really good with this guy. Like, what is going on here? This feels right. Like, this is unique. I'm going to, this is something good. That's your intuition saying yes. It's like, it comes, you know, people say gut. You know, it, I yeah. like intuition more than, than gut just because intuition is just more powerful, I feel like. Um, but yeah, and an interesting thing about our intuition slash our brain is that the prefrontal cortex, which is responsible for making the right and wrong decision, is not developed until we're 25 years old. So we're beyond 25. So it makes sense why when people are younger, they don't make the best decisions. However, (laughs) it definitely makes sense for me. 
Yeah, all of us. Oh my God, you know. But the interesting thing that I've confirmed in my 20 years of doing this is that even when you were in seventh grade, you still knew the right thing to do. Not right or wrong for society, right or wrong for you. You knew that right thing, but you chose to not go with it. So intuition is always with us, even from the time we're born. Just always there. Mm, Very interesting. I do feel like I... I have like my words are powerful. Like I'll say something and then I'll say, mm, I wonder why Mark hasn't texted me. And then like after three months, I'll get a text from Mark. So I feel like I don't know why, like I'll think of something or say something. And then it, it truly does like something about it. Somebody will call me and we'll be talking about it. So I do feel like I, as a woman, I am in tune a little bit with, you know, when I say something, I, I can make something happen, but I, I do tend to, um, I, I go backwards. Like I'll be in a really, I read this book. Um, I know you're working on a book right now. So hurry up because I need it. But I read this yeah. book called Unfuck Yourself. Um, yes. And it was great. I, I felt like I was skipping for like two weeks. I was like, I am amazing. But then I retracted. You know, I, I, I you know, obviously when COVID hit, it was, you know, you kind of um, have a moment where you're like, all my friends are coupled up, but now they're all kind of miserable. You might need to talk to them. Um, mm-hmm. And I was like, poor me. But now I'm thinking, you know what? This is a really good time to f- actually finish my third book and to go online. And, and I did the other night. I had a, um, a Skype date with this guy. Yeah. And I thought he was really, like, really handsome, totally age appropriate. Uh, we had like, a, we talked for an hour and then I I decided to get off the, the Skype date because Jake kept coming downstairs and I was like, I am not trying to have a date in front of my son. Um, So we decided to meet either this Friday or Sunday. So, and he was just really sweet. We had a lot in common. We knew a lot of the same people. And then um, he didn't know what I did for a living, which was very refreshing and great because I mean, it's yeah, but I am afraid of that Google button. Um, Mm -hmm. so we got off the, we got off the Skype and I texted him. I said, wow, that was a really refreshing conversation. It was so nice to talk to someone, you know, in my circle. It was, you know, very sweet. We knew a lot of the same people and he had been texting me all day, but he didn't text me back. And this was Monday night and then nothing all day yesterday and nothing today. And I'm just like, did he did he possibly Google me or what did I do wrong? Because I was really excited about it. Okay. First of all, I don't know if this is a rejection yet or anything or if it is, but you need to trust that rejection is protection. Mm-hmm. Like if for some reason it's – he could be a murderer. Like you just, you just don't know. You have mm-hmm. to trust that if something's not supposed to work out, then it's not supposed to. I will say that one thing that I do recommend with my clients is – to let the guy pursue you, okay? So in the future, I would say after you have an amazing conversation or after you have an amazing date, let the guy reach out to you first. Okay. That's his job. He wants to do that. And so listen to me. Okay, I'm not saying I – have, I have no idea. Only God knows why he didn't write back. Okay, maybe it's not because of that. I mean, but I'm just saying in general that it's just something to keep in mind – because especially in this world that we live in and we're like women empowerment and like I can text him if I want to, you know, like I can do whatever I want. But I'm also a believer in these these roles, these like evolutionary roles that have always been there. Right. And like so, the men that like kind of followed, let them lead a bit. Yeah, because it's like the feminine thing. Like guys, they just – it's like if you take that away, then it's like, ugh. You know, like he's like, wait, I wanted to do that. He doesn't well, I thought because I got off the Skype and I was the one who was like, oh, you know what? I'm going to go because he could have talked, I think, for hours. Yeah. And I was like, okay, like I'm, I'm just, I don't even like to FaceTime with my children or whatever. So I'm not really, I just want to FaceTime with these guys just so they can see that I'm cute and I can see that they're not, you know, taking pictures of when they were 17 mm-hmm. and putting them on. So I thought by getting off, I thought he was a little, not getting off, off, it's not in a good way, right. but getting off the Skype. I thought he was a little annoyed, not annoyed, but like, okay, so that's why I thought I would shoot him a text and just be like, that was really refreshing conversation. Look forward to this weekend. Um, it was really cute. You like wanted to give him the confidence. Yeah. And then I haven't, I haven't texted him or anything like, where the fuck are you? <laughs> but I'm wondering. Who knows? Um, no, I'm but his voice was a little annoying. His voice was annoying. 
was a little bit like female. Oh, I, I just have a I have an issue with female voices. Was it a little metrosexually? Yeah, I mean, but he he was very dudely. He just had like a a a, a feminine voice a little bit, and I'm I really don't like that. So maybe that's. <laughs> I don't know. I remember I went out with this guy years ago and I felt like he was just in his intonations or something a little like that. But he was so cute and he was an anesthesiologist. So he's he's a doctor. Great. Like, but so then I was like, okay, I'm just going to give another chance. And throughout the whole thing, I'm like, just no, like can you change the voice a little bit? And I'm like, I can't do it. Yeah. Um, okay. But getting back to, I, I'm glad that you brought up like the whole Google thing and everything. So in this world that we live in, you know, especially mm-hmm. public figures, it is a thing. So your job is really going to be, and you don't need to make yourself crazy about this, but your job really is, I need people to know me for me, like period. So how do you make that happen? And yes, I mean, it sounds like you had a really authentic, wonderful conversation. So if that man, if he chose to, let's say it was Google after, okay, and okay. let's say he chose to judge, you wouldn't want to be with somebody who was somebody who judges because no. in an authentic, soul-connected, romantic relationship that lasts forever, there's no judgment. People know how to not judge. They unconditionally love. So if he doesn't have that capability to unconditionally love somebody, you don't want to be with that type of person anyway. Yeah. I, you know what? There are now that you're think now that you're talking about it, I feel like I hadn't told anyone yet because I was waiting for that text, whatever. But there were certain things that he said. Um, well, he when he we started texting originally, he wrote his summary of what he wants, what he's looking for, like a summary. And now he, and then he wrote your turn. Like, dude, let's ease into this. Like, we're not. I'm not trying to look for, you know, insta relationship. I don't. I don't want that. So now that, I mean, I'm going to read you his summary. Hold on. Because it was a great... Oh, I think I deleted him. Wait, on, did this on text before the conversation or when was it? Before the conversation via um, the Hinge app. We were on there, but I deleted him on there because I have his phone number. So I don't now have that conversation because we switched over to the phone. Mm-hmm. But it was basically like, must love the ocean, must, which I don't. I love the beach, <laughs> but I'm afraid of sharks. <laughs> I said, I love the ocean. It's beautiful, but I'm not trying to go surfing. Okay. I said I have, but I was honest. I said I do love. I prefer hot, you know, vacations to cold ones. I don't really like like skiing, but I don't. I'm not trying to just go jump in the water. <laughs> like right. that's not you know me. So, but he definitely knew exactly what he wanted and what. Yeah, maybe I just didn't fit the bill. Because like, I don't know, but I, I also don't want to try to mold myself into what someone wants because no. I'm lonely. Okay, here's the thing. So it doesn't matter what's on paper. It doesn't matter. Like some couples that are meant to be have so much in common. Some couples that are meant to be have nothing in common. Well, have like little things in common. That's what I'm saying, right? My ex-husband and I, we have we didn't have a lot in common. We were very opposite, but it worked for 13 years. But the reason why relationships work is because of an energetic, deep connection that you can't explain. It's just there. And it comes from somewhere else. I don't know where it comes from. The universe, okay? So you know, like I always say, like when people are asking me, like, what should I say as an initial thing to somebody? Or I'm at a bar, like, what should I say? You could say the sky is blue. And if that person is interested, they're going to talk to you. So keep that in mind. Okay. It's hard not having that face to face chemistry these days. Like you have to connect somehow over video. So I feel like that connection might not be there 100% because I don't know. I, I really need to like, feel that, that yeah i have to feel like little sparks no i'm glad you're bringing that up because another thing that i always recommend is and obviously now at this time it's very different but at least it, we're not in like the crazy first three months yeah. um you know some people are like oh my god we spent like five hours or 10 hours on the phone and we talk every day all day and i always say like you please just meet as soon as possible because why would you get excited about somebody you all that matters is what happens when you're in person, that energetic connection, the chemistry. So I'm glad that you know that and you agree with that. Mm-hmm. So it is about just as soon as possible meeting right. in person. 
Yeah, like just to have that six feet away because I could talk to anyone. I mean, I love I love yeah. having conversations with people, especially if we disagree about something, but not like we're having an argument. I just I love like you know a debate, and we can agree to disagree. Those are my favorite friends. I don't want friends that agree with me on everything I say. I want friends that that enlighten me with their opinions, and maybe I say you're cuckoo for fucking cocoa. But I still love you, or vice versa. But I, I like. I feel like I can have conversational chemistry with a lot of people, so it's not. It doesn't make me feel like, oh my god, I'm in love. It doesn't give me those feels that spark, right? Because it happens in person. Yeah, yeah, it has to, right? Yeah. So I mean, I definitely recommend meeting in person as soon as possible. Um, this just randomly popped in. Have you tried? Is it Raya or Raya? Okay, here here's okay, this welcome to my life. So I had fired my agent and um then this lawyer fired me and it was like this big day of giant rejections. Then I signed up for Raya and they put me on their waiting list. They were like, at this time we can't take you. So I was rejected by Raya. <laughs> On the same day, like I had all of these other rejections. And now, of course, I don't want to be on it because what, they still haven't taken me, but I don't. Yeah. It was just too much. So I, I feel like, and plus, to be honest, my girlfriends are on it and I've dated all the guys on there anyway. Okay. I already, like, I have been there, done that. And there's, and if you think you're that fancy where you're like, I'm, don't you know who I am? Like, I have to be on a special dating app. I probably don't want to date you anyway. Right. It might be a little more materialistic y. Yeah. Right. Like, I'm so artsy. Like, shut up. Okay. What about Bumble? Have you dabbled with Bumble? I haven't. I've done Tinder and I've done recent, more recently Hinge, but I'm finding a lot of the guys on Hinge are the same guys on Tinder. Right. I mean, yes, they're all they're all on everything. Um, but I definitely recommend Bumble as well. Like it can't hurt. It just can't right. hurt. You know, you never want to look back and be like, well, I didn't do everything. And I mean, eventually we'll be getting back into in-person events and stuff. I don't know. I think like these, whether it's an award party or a fundraiser, you know, these things are all amazing opportunities to meet people because then they meet you in person and and I just want to get back to the Google thing for a second because oh yeah I don't want your fear like this is another fear thing like if you're constantly worried that someone is going to be judging you then they will so you need to put it out there knowing who you are like right away just I say- like I, I mean this is something you can do as a practice every day you know like I know who I am. I know my worth. I know my gifts. I know what I have to offer the world. I know what I have to offer a relationship. I am love. I deserve love. I have so much love to give. And you need to start walking around like that so that because our outside experiences are a reflection of our inner reality. So if you're constantly thinking people are going to be judging me, they don't really know me, then that's going to continue happening. But if you walk around with, you know what? I know who I am and the right person is going to know that also, then you will actually be able to bring that person in. Okay. I mean, it's, it's interesting because it's hard to, when someone's like, oh, is it hard for you to date because of public perception? Right. And, you know, I'll say, you know, it's, I go, I think it's hard to date in the, in this city that I live in, in general, but I don't know that public perception helps. So I feel like that is a lot of times the guy's first question and it kind of puts me in like, oh, so what is your perception? You know, like, why did you, why did you swipe right or whatever, which way you swipe? Like, why? It, like, if you want to get to know me, get to know me and don't ask right. me. I, I, I can't, I wish I want to control the guy's questions, but you know, I, I don't want to lie either. I was like, yeah, yeah part no. of my, my personality is a little over the top and crazy, but I have another side to me that isn't shown on the television shows that I that I am on not 100% because you know that you don't have a camera 100% of the time following you around so wait can we change the word crazy to unique yes let's do that cause <laughs> okay cause maybe crazy, I should change that in my profile crazy is a negative word you know like, but unique we are all unique and girls like we we're like a little neuro- well guys are neurotic also we're, we're yeah. just you know what you are just who you are and you're special and you're amazing just the way that you are I, I just had another idea as well <laughs> so you're okay so yes right. tell me what if you for fun on these apps 
change the zip code, check out the surrounding cities. Trust me. I've when I was in San Diego for the weekend for my best friend's birthday party, I had the best matches because you know you can do by where you are at this moment. And they seemed like they were going to be so great. But then I got back to LA and they all disappeared. So I didn't know how to okay. access them. But I, I feel like a guy that doesn't 100% live here would be amazing. Okay. So here's the thing. I'm from Chicago. I, I live in LA now. Um, I have a friend who moved from San Diego to Chicago. And before she moved from San Diego to Chicago, she was putting the zip code to Chicago. But she was able to keep the conversations going. So I'd be happy to find out how she did that. Right. No, I'm I'm not the best with technology. Chicago guys are good looking. They're smart. They're hardworking. They're they're amazing. I prefer East Coast guys. I would tell you, like I lived in New York for six years. And I feel like I I love like a guy that's from New York that lives out here now is my ideal. Like I love a good New York Jew. I love a Jewish man. Are you Um, Jewish? I'm not Jewish, but oh. I like my best relationships have really, I don't know. I just, I oh, love yeah. a Jewish guy. Yeah, I don't I know. know. I like if somebody that's very family involved and like, I don't know, you know, Shabbat dinner is always fun. I don't know. I just, yeah. I'm Jewish. So oh, I, okay. love, I love hearing when people love my people. <laughs> yeah, no, seriously. <laughs> like my best relationships since my divorce. Um, you know, I don't know why. Just like I feel like they're more when guys are like bachelors and they're not involved with their family. I don't, tr- I don't trust it a hundred percent. And so I don't know. I mean, yeah. obviously, a lot of my guy friends will date me and then they marry a nice Jewish girl. But yeah. you know, I, I was like, I'll convert. It's fine. My girlfriend and I we decided we were going to convert, and then we didn't do it because COVID happened. But like literally, we only for a while we're only dating Jewish guys, and so guys she wants to get married. I don't, but um, I don't. Yeah, I don't want to. But ironically, because I always dated Jewish guys. Ironically, my husband is Catholic, (laughs) (laughs) but we're raising our son Jewish. Anyhow, because yeah, the mom. Yeah, I'd be happy. Um, like I'd be happy to be the rabbi to help you. (laughs) Not rabbi, but um, okay. So then, just maybe change your zip code thing to New York. I went to graduate school there. New York guys are amazing. Also. I know, but then do I want to deal with a long distance kind of? Okay, I mean, I don't want anyone to move. I don't know. Okay, let's talk about geography because I feel like this could help your listeners, your viewers as well. Because a lot of people come to me and they say, I met this like great potential, but they're across the world. And I say, I know, personally know two couples that were Chicago, Chicago, London, and then New York, London. They ended up getting married. Um, (laughs) So I know like in Australia or something. So here's the thing. Never let geography come in between what is meant to be. So, mm-hmm. and once again, getting back to the fear. If you fear it's not going to work out, then it won't. But just be open. Like the message is open, open, open and trust. Okay. Well, I mean, I, I, I feel like it's easier said than done. But I, I do like a lot of the things that you're saying. And I feel like I have kind of shied away because somebody I always look for New York as their as their like if they went to school there like I love an East Coast man um but I and I love an accent so I also like the English guys I mean like uh the guys that have been in LA like well the guy from my hinge date that was clearly unhinged (laughs) now um yeah, I guess there's like I I don't love the ocean. I like going to the beach. I I feel like maybe I don't. Maybe I wasn't a hundred percent myself on the date. Maybe I was editing myself a little mm-hmm. bit because I feel like some, like you said, guys like the chase, and I don't, I don't, I don't want to emasculate someone or like overspeak because I can do that. <laughs> um, Wait, I just had that aha moment, and I'm not saying that guys like. I mean, okay, they like a little mystery for a second and then like you just need to be authentic. Yeah, like I love that you're having this aha moment because in the future you just need to be like in every moment, am I being authentic? Am I speaking my mind? Am I using my voice? Am I I being seen and heard? You know, just always be authentic to yourself because the guy's going to find out eventually you don't like certain Right. (laughs) I always tell my friends like I'm like, um, wait three years before you show you're crazy. That's what I do with my ex-husband. And then once after three years, if you show you're crazy, then they're already locked in. But these days, I don't have three years 
uh, to but wait. And easy to show. It's just you. It's just who you are. Like whatever. Remember your uniqueness. Yes. Yes. Whether yes. you're silly, it's not crazy. It's it's quirks. Maybe it's quirky. You know. Right. No. And, and and show it right away. I mean, not on the first date, but show who you are in the first. Like show. You know, don't don't. I don't think people should wait to show their uniqueness. You're right. I mean, I looking back, I mean, it worked for me for a while. So um, now I feel like I want to just be 100% myself. But I, I don't. Yeah, I don't. Gosh, it's so hard dating when you're of a certain age and, and in a pandemic. And then I mean, I guess like, we all have our, our issues. Like I'm trying to meet someone during not trying, you know, I'm, I'm putting myself out there to meet someone. And then my friends that are married, are getting to re-know their husbands or, you know, deciding they don't like their husbands. So I guess that every single person has their challenges. Yes. And also the worst thing that you can do is to compare. Like just never compare yourself. You you need to focus on you, focus on your life, focus on your happiness, your peace, your tranquility, you know, and and the people that you love in your life. And then the right one will come in. It doesn't matter what Susie or Jordan or Jojo, whatever. It doesn't matter right. what, what they, anyone else says. Yeah. I mean, this is, this is your life. You know, life is short. We have one mm-hmm. life to live. And the most important thing is your happiness. It's, it's okay. I call it self-full. I don't call it selfish. You need to focus on yourself. And if your ultimate goal, and it sounds like you really want to find this guy who came to this earth to be with you, then you can. I don't have anything else to do right now. <laughs> and you can do it. Like he, he's somewhere. Like he's. Let's see. If he's in LA, he's maybe eating lunch right now. If he's in New York, he's finishing his late afternoon work. Whatever he's doing. Right. And you are originally from New York. No, I lived. I'm originally from Northern California, but I lived in New York um, for six years. My ex husband was doing um, a show, a TV show there. But you know, all my girlfriends were single, and I got to. You know, I had a lot of New York guy friends, and I just felt like. Oh my god! If I was in this dating pool, <laughs> I would do really well. You know, I just yeah. I just like the vibe in New York. Where everyone's just kind of they say what they mean, they mean what they say, and there's no BS. Whereas I feel like here, you know, there's a little bit more of don't you know who I am or like this like right. putting up a front or whatever what it is for me thing. Okay, so this is what your homework should be. I, I okay, I'm writing it down. You. I've been taking notes. Okay. Well, a few things. I challenge you, first of all, to make a list of all of the things, all of the amazing qualities that you have to offer. Also, specifically what you are looking for in a guy specifically. And I just challenge you, like if you feel like your soul in your heart is in New York or with some guy from New York, just check it out. If you want me to, I can find out how to put the zip code in and keep it because I know you said you were like, you felt like you did it once and it didn't stay or something. Yeah, no, because I was in San Diego. Um and then when I came back, it just it kind of goes by like a certain a certain like mile like away. I don't know. I'm no, not great you, you can go in. At least it, I'll find out all this information. Uh, okay. But you can go in and set it to a certain zip code. Okay. So and what see I what want happens. And see, this is about intuition. It's like your intuition is saying you feel like you're maybe destined to be with a man from the East Coast. So go with that. Don't fight it. Okay. <laughs> All right. I'll do that. And then so, I've, so I'm have so i making a list of my what I can offer and then a list of what I want from a man. And what is my other homework? And also make sure the list of the things that you're looking for in your man, it's all positive. It's not, I don't want a cheater. It's I would like a man that I trust and that he trusts me. <laughs> right. Yeah. Yeah. I don't want to be negative, Nelly. Right. For sure. Yeah. Um, oh, right. Well, th- these are, gr- I mean, these are great things that I feel like we all kind of need during COVID to stay positive because it's, it's difficult, you know, sometimes, especially right now. So like just the sound of your voice and, you know, everything that you've been saying is making me, I have a little bit more of an upbeat, like happiness right now. Um, no, so I will. I'm gonna. I, you know what? I deserve a great man, and I am a great woman, and I'm going to make it happen. And if it doesn't happen, then it's just not meant to be with that person. But, but here's the thing. <laughs> okay, do what <laughs> I do. Oh yeah, exactly. With each one, it's not meant to be. If it's not meant to be. But the truth is that 
there is a guy who is right for you who's living and breathing on this earth right now. So you just need to believe that. Like you are not too old. You are not too anything. You are not too damaged. You didn't make too many mistakes. Nothing. It's about self-forgiveness, forgiving anybody else in the past and moving on. Aww. Lay the okay. path to rest. I love this. So where can people find you? I mean, I've seen your social media. Um, how can people... Can they get in touch with you? Or do you have... Um a website? Obviously, you do. Yes, absolutely. So my website is very easy. It's therelationshipexpert.com. My Instagram is the relationship expert, but it's just the X. So the relationship, the letter X-P-E-R-T. Um, my Twitter is the love expert, L-U-V. And I do a radio show every week on LA Talk Radio called Love Talk Live. So people can tune in there. It's oh, nice. um, on the website, the app and Apple podcasts, etc. And you can always just shoot me an email. I'm at Jamie, the relationship expert at Gmail. It's J-A-I-M-E, the relationship expert at Gmail. And um, we didn't talk about this, but it's J-A-I-M-E and it means I love in French. So that's what people can <gasps> oh, oh, that's amazing. I love that. So your mom knew coming out of the room, she knew that you were going to be the love expert. Literally, I popped out living, loving life, love and life, everything. Yes. Oh, I love this. Well, thank you so much for being here. We are so lucky to have you. And I think this will give everyone a little pep in their step that they needed to know that there is someone out there for you. There's someone out there for all of us, even us unique people um, with quirks. Yeah. So yes, yes, right? you, already, you already made the shift. That's so I'm great. trying. I, I, I crossed out crazy. So I'm, I'm definitely I'm going to study. I'm going to read up some more. And I can't wait to touch back and touch base with you again and tell you about my wonderful man that I found. I cannot wait to hear about it. And yes, my, and my book, like you were saying, is um, will be coming out at some point. It's all about manifesting love. So I will definitely send you a copy. Oh, yay. All right. Thank you so much for being here. Have a blessed day. You too. Thank you. Right. Bye, honey. Bye. All right. Well, Ryan, um, I don't, I really liked her. I felt like I was a little uncomfortable sharing like my, my dating woes just because like i already i share everything already that's what i was gonna say like why would you be uh, uh uncomfortable when you're so you're so open i mean i'm speaking to someone on the phone i think it's hard when we do these phone interviews i love in-person interviews i miss our studio i miss I know. seeing people and connecting with them so it's really hard for me to connect over the phone with someone that i've never met should we start bringing the video element into it no I don't know if that makes it better or worse because you can't help but look at yourself and be like, oh, that looks bad. That looks, it's just a whole thing. It is really weird when I, because, you know, obviously we're doing a lot more video interviews or video calls these times of in this weird world. And I do just catch myself looking at myself. And I'm just like, how can you not? You don't do it on purpose, but then you'll be like, oh, why do I have a, a, like a jowl on that side? You're like, okay. Or my hair's looking real weird right now. Like, uh, it's so frustrating. I get so mad. Like, why am I looking at myself? But you can't help it because your picture's right there. So even if you're focusing on that, every once in a while, you're going to glance up and be like, oh, that's how I look when I talk. I don't think any of us really know. Like, we're not 100% like, we don't know that. I didn't know for the longest time that I talk out of the side of my mouth. But thank you, housewives. Um, <laughs> but you know what I mean? I don't think we're used to watching ourselves talk. And and I, I realize now that I use my hands when I talk all of the time. I'm like a hand mm. talker. I um, realize that from you because sometimes I'll come over and you'll have your hands in like these gloves because you're doing something with the moisturizer or something. Yep. And... Uh, and I'll and I'll hear the gloves wrinkling around <laughs> while you're talking, and I'm like, "Oh wow, she does yeah. use her hands a lot." I do. I'm a hand talker, but I didn't know that until Zoom. So thank oh, you, okay. thank you so much, Zoom. I hate you. We're learning so much from this pandemic. It's not good. <laughs> I'll tell you, it's not good. I did receive this like PR package from this company. I think it's called Yandy or something, and they sent hmm. me. So tell me if you think this is going to be a good idea or a bad idea. They okay. sent me. I voted pasties. I voted pasties. Yeah, so I was thinking, I looked on Instagram <laughs> and there are people that have pasties on and it's okay because I don't want to get like 86 from Instagram. Got it. But after I'm done filling out my mail-in, I might do <laughs> I mean, an I voted photo with the pasties. 
<laughs> well, I'm sure people will really love it, actually. They're no, going to love I, it a lot. It's going to be one or the other. I think it's going to be like, I can't believe you did that. You're a mom. Yeah. Moms <laughs> have tits too, people. Um, yeah. Plus, I feel like I might as I need to redo them, but I might as well just get one last shot in before the girls get, you know, rotated. Yeah. Oh, you got to talk to Dr. Hirsch about it. That's oh, right. I know, I know, I know. I'm a little like, I just, I'm, yeah, I need to. I don't know. Yeah, yeah. I will. I will. He does great boobs. I, I definitely I stalked him online. Oh, good, good, good. Yeah, yeah. Good, <laughs> good job, Dr. Hirsch. We'll talk later. This is very personal after just talking about my dating. Talk about, anyway, so I have this bra that like, it's just goes under your boobs and it's just like, that's it. It's just like a. <laughs> Wait, why does it go under your boobs? Like to lift? No, what is it's. That? It's just like sexy lingerie, right? Oh, got it. Okay, yeah, sorry. It's yeah. agent provocateur. I love it. Okay, um, got it. So I can put that on and it would just go under the boob and then do the, I voted pasties and wear a mask and gloves. Oh yeah. Then people won't even know it's you, even though you're posting <laughs> it on your Instagram. <laughs> I mean, I don't think it's a bad idea. My kids have seen me in the smallest, tiniest bathing suits and I walk around in my underwear half the time. I don't think that they would be any like kind of shock to them. Yeah. I mean, I, are they, this is a weird, I mean, are you going to do a selfie? Well, yeah, obviously. Okay. I wasn't sure. Maybe someone's going to be there to take it. Or maybe Aida will do it. She helps me oh, get dressed a yeah. lot. Yeah. She's, oh, does she? She did, Well, because I can't like, zip, well, she used to when I used to leave the house, but like if she's here and I can't zip up a dress and then she'll do it for me. I would imagine you'd need help getting into those. Like I've seen those pair of jeans that you've, you've worn. They're like the tightest thing I've ever seen on the body. They're stretchy though. They're they're like oh, jegging. So no, oh, I didn't need help. But they did oh. hurt. It did hurt. <laughs> <laughs> I today I wore my boyfriend jeans and they're tight. So they're not like the loose, cool, baggy jeans that I thought I was gonna wear. They're kind of like, yep, yeah, they fit. That's great. <laughs> That's awesome. And it's spirit day, and I realize I don't don't have I have a ton of pink, but I don't have a ton of purple in my um wardrobe. So spirit gonna, day? Yeah, it's spirit day today. You didn't know that? No. You're supposed to wear purple. Am I? Oh, or, I'm wearing like a pink purple-ish color. Mm, ish. I, don't I think I did it. Yeah. Oh. Maybe you just knew. It's like salmon. It's kind of like a salmon. That salmon is not anywhere near purple. All right. Well, you're right. It's more like pink and red. Okay. You need to change. Um, on that note, I'm going to do a haiku. Okay. Find some music. Deal. I am single. I can't mingle. It's so sad, it makes me mad. COVID is a cocksucker, motherfucker! <laughs> Such good timing. I know, I was waiting for that. Well, I was trying to time it out. Yeah, That's good. it. And that's right, when my housekeeper walked by, she's like, okay, great. Thanks for listening to Brandy Glanville Unfiltered. Download new episodes every week, and if you haven't already, subscribe. And be sure to leave us a rating and review. And while you're at it, check out some of the other great shows available on Straw Hut Media.